Welcome to the Talking Villanova Basketball Podcast presented by Hartford Funds. In each episode, two-time NCAA champion coach Jay Wright chats with figures from across the spectrum of the Nova Nation and beyond. Current players, prominent alums, and national basketball figures are all part of the mix as we honor the 100-plus year history of one of America's most storied college basketball programs. The Talking Villanova Basketball Show, hosted by Jay Wright, originated in 2001. The program, now in its 20th season, shifted from terrestrial radio to the world of podcasts in 2019. This is a production of Villanova Sports Properties in conjunction with Villanova Athletics. Hartford Funds is in its third season as the presenting sponsor of the Talking Villanova Basketball Podcast. We invite you to settle in and enjoy as Coach Wright takes us into today's conversation. Welcome inside. It's Talking Villanova Basketball presented by Hartford Funds. And Coach, let's get right to it. Welcoming back an old friend at a new location. Yeah, it's kind of crazy, Mike, to call him a, an old friend already. I feel like he's he's still right by our side and still a part of the Very Villanova family, which he will be for life. But He's coming to us live from his all, his beautiful office in the Bronx at Fordham University. Let's everybody welcome the new head coach of the Fordham Rams, Kyle Neptune. What's up, coach? How you doing? How are you, buddy? Oh man, I'm pumped up, man. I'm I'm uh, still getting my sea legs here, but um, you know I miss you guys. Definitely miss you guys. Miss being around the squad. We miss you too, man. You when you know when you were here, uh, Dwayne Anderson was really quiet and subdued, and now we, we, you take you take off and take over the head coaching job, and he moves into your spot. I can't I can't shut him up now. Yeah, you know it's funny. Dwayne was like my biggest advocate to look for jobs, and he helped <laughs> so much. Now I realize why he had a, a foot kicking me out the door, but. I'm excited for him. Obviously, he was a coach for all those years. I'm excited he gets back on the court and back on the recruiting trails. Yeah, he was always on me, Nep. was like, did you make that call for Nep? Did yeah. You, Nep, wanted, <laughs> Nep wanted to make sure that you uh, you made that call. Did you did you check on that guy? Hey, he basically put together my presentation for, for all the <laughs> it, was, it was unbelievable. I was wondering why he was so helpful. I thought he was just a good guy. Beautiful how you guys support each other, man. Are you are you coming to us from? Is that your new office? Yes, this is this is my new office. Obviously, I don't have as uh, many nice pictures and and accolades in it as of yet. Um, but yeah, new <laughs> office, nice and spacious in here. I got a great view of campus, so yeah, I'm, I'm I'm pumped to be here. And that that is a beautiful campus there at, at Fordham yeah. University. Um, I, I take it you've got to to walk around, huh? Yeah, it, it's really nice. I mean, you know, I, I I mean, I came here to recruit a lot, and I played here as well in AAU growing up, um, but I never took time to you know, walk around the campus. And it's 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 a huge campus, first of all. Um, it's very serene, um, very safe. There's guards that you know patrol. It's it's really nice. And you know, it, it, being in the city, you think of a city campus as all buildings. Um, but this campus, it, it feels like you're down south somewhere um, once you're inside of it. You know, there's a lot of places to lay out and uh, guys throw baseballs around, frisbees and people tanning in the middle of campus. So it, it's cool. It really is. As, as you know, uh, 
our son Colin went there and I was amazed. Botanical gardens right across the street. And, and uh, now have you made the, the, little, the little walk through the gates and across the street to Arthur Avenue yet? I've frequented uh, Arthur Avenue a couple times now. I, 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 <laughs> I was there yesterday for a little donor event. Um, I, I was there a couple of days before that, brought a couple of our players over there. It's interesting. A couple of our players had never even ate there. Um, really? Have never been to, yeah, never, never did it. So, you know, it's something, you know, for me coming back home uh, to New York City, like it's going to be important that I, I want our guys on the team now to um, really experience all New York has to offer. Um, and they, they had never been to Arthur Ave, had never, most of them don't really go to the city at all. So we're looking to change that a little bit here. Wow, that's interesting. I guess our column was a little more social because he was always over there. I, <laughs> I thought that was what all the, he told me that's what everybody did all the time. Oh, not our guys. Him. Not our guys. Not our guys. They, that's uh, where you take the parents on visits, coach. <laughs> all right. All right. Well, he was over there by himself because I could, I could tell the bartenders knew him when we went in there. So <laughs> it wasn't only when we were there, Mike. <laughs> Well, I guess our guys were a little different. You know, they, they no one knew them over there. Trust me. <laughs> well, we also have Mike Sheridan, our, our esteemed uh, media relations director and one of the best writers and, and, and the, the, the writer of a New York Times bestseller is also a Fordham grad. Did you, did he, did you hit him up for any money yet? <laughs> Not yet, but I'm glad you jogged my memory to that. And I, I will be, uh, Mike, please uh, accept yeah. the call. <laughs> yeah, sounds good. <laughs> sounds good, Deb. <laughs> Hey, that's good. Then he'll come to us for a race, Nap. You hit him up. <laughs> All in the family, coach. Circle of life. Circle of life. <laughs> exactly. How, so, Nap, how many, how many days now have you been on the job? Uh, it's just close, around three weeks. I don't know the exact day count, um, but it's been around three weeks now, a little over three weeks, I believe. What, what's, what's something the, that uh, – if, 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 if you and I were talking to – um, you know, our assistant coaches, let's say George and, and, and Mike Nardi and Dwayne Anderson, and, you know, we all kind of think alike. And, and, um, and, you know, those guys aspire to be head coaches like you. What, three weeks in, what would you share with them that has hit you that um, you didn't think about? Like, I, I know you're prepared for a lot of things, but something that you didn't think about that's, that's new to you and challenging. Well, you know, honestly, coach, and it's hilarious because, you know, as assistant coaches, I think our job is to kind of pretty much critique everything the head coach does. So, you know, as assistant coach, we're over there thinking we, you know, we, we have the answers to everything and we're critiquing you all the time. And I right, well, maybe we should have coach do this. And, you know, and you don't realize all the other things that you're thinking about throughout the day. Um, but so for me, Walk, like coming into the job, it was almost like walking in, like in a movie when you walk into a new dimension and you see everything differently. Um, and, you know, like, and, and now like all, a lot of things you talked about, um, just small little things here and there that they made so much more sense. So my advice would be honestly, shut up and listen to what you tell them to do. That would be my <laughs> But you know what? You know, that's interesting point you make, though, really interesting point. And I think you're, you're very insightful in recognizing that because it just jogged my memory. And I feel bad sometimes when you guys would come to me and say, you know, coach, you got to call this recruit right now. You, you got to get this done right now. And I would think, um, 
you know, I, I, I want to, I, I want to do this for them right now. And I, and I know I want to do it. It's my job, but I got, I got all this other stuff going on too. Yeah. And I just can't do it right now. And I would see how disappointed you guys would be like, did you, did you call that guy? And I'd be like, Oh no, I, I didn't call him yet. And I'd feel so bad. But it. now you see, right? Like you, yeah. you guys are thinking, well, this is our top recruit. Like how could, how could he not want to call him right away? Right. And now you see there's just so many other other issues that you're dealing with that, that they don't know about. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Like the recruiting piece, you know, it's probably, you know, 15 percent of the day um, right now. Anyway, and that's huge. That's a lot. But um, there's just so many other things that are involved in running a program that you don't see unless you're actually running the program. So exactly. Yeah. Is your staff complete yet? No, it's not complete, but um, my infrastructure is very good right now. Like we have um, a bunch of Villanova guys, um, the guys that are connected to Villanova have worked there at some point. You know, we got uh, Keith Ergo is our um, associate head coach. Um, for, um, Henry Lowe is our uh, director of basketball operations. Uh, Rob DePersia is going to be our video coordinator. So, you know, we're like, for me, it was very important getting guys that kind of already knew uh, and th thought the same way that we do. Um, so I, I mean, we're hitting the ground running. Like there's no, there's no lag in terms of um, asking them to do things or knowing what, what goes where they, they know exactly what to do. It's just a matter of just pushing the button. So it's, it's been amazing. So is that your plan in terms of building your staff is like, just get, that infrastructure built, they can get things running and then find the rest of the staff and fit people around them. Exactly. I, I, I want there, you know, there was a couple different ways to do it. And I think I could have went and just got three or four really good guys right away and then just, you know, kind of teach them exactly what we were looking to do. I kind of did it opposite. I, I waited and was very, um, you know, very thoughtful about the guys that I chose right away. And the thought process being that, you know, I, I'll get the guys that know how to build the program um, the way we want to build it. Um, and then we'll fit in um, other guys who, you know, can help recruit, you know, relationships with the guys, et cetera. So um, that, that's what we've done so far. And like, I'm, I'm very pleased with where we are right now. Well, maybe for everybody on our staff that, that are in, in, in the Nova Nation and might not know exactly, you've, you've got, you named three very important people from our program. You can explain what each one of those guys brings to the table. Yeah, so um, Coach Ergo, um, he spent time, I, my first year at Villanova, um, 2008, he was, the video um, he was the video coordinator before I was. Um, so he was almost a, a mentor to me in teaching me how to do the job. Um, and, you know, just being a friend, honestly, you know, in that tough time when you're just coming off of, you know, being a player and you have no idea what it takes to, you know, be an adult, first of all, and <laughs> work for work at, at Villanova, where it's such a high standard of work is demanded. So he really helped me those first uh, two years. Um, you know, obviously he moved on to uh, Penn State and was there and helped build that program. And they, they coached a lot of pros and had a lot of success. So, you know, for me, someone, you know, the thought process for him was, you know, has been at Villanova, knows how we like to do things, and then also has operated a high level at a very tough job uh, in Penn State and helped build that thing to where, where they, you know, they were right there and going to NCAA tournament a couple of seasons ago. Um, so, you know, th those two things, you know, combined were, that was why it was so important to get him. Uh, and then Henry Lowe, 
you know, he was basically my, my running buddy at, at Villanova um, <laughs> as a, as basically uh, uh, he helped work out all the guys that I, I was focused on or working out um, from Dante DiVincenzo to Eric Paschal to Amari Spellman, all those guys that we worked really closely with, you know, he always uh, assisted when I was, when I was working those guys out and, you know, I, I can't say enough about his acrimon in terms of, um, you know, basketball and promoting our culture. Um, I think he's one of the best and he, because he really believes in it. Um, he knows exactly what it's supposed to look like. Uh, I'll never forget him as a leader on the 2016 national championship team and how much those guys respected him um, as a, as a walk on, a small walk-on that didn't really play, like to be that respected on a team is very unique. Um, and, you know, honestly, you know, he, he, like, and this is crazy to say, he literally recruited uh, the, uh, one of our point guards we just got recently. Um, and he's not even, he's not an assistant coach. So, uh, I mean, he, 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 um, he identified them. He, you know, helped us through the process out of nowhere. So he's, he's already paying dividends. I'm very happy. Um, that we got him on board. Uh, and then uh, the, lastly, Rob DePersia, you know, worked very closely with him for the last two years. Um, he's Mr. Everything. You know, he, he can literally do everything um, in the program from, you know, doing some, some work in the video coordinator spot um, to operations, uh, working guys out on the floor. I, I think he does everything. Um, and he's a, I think he's going to be a great coach one day. So, you know, it was important to have him as well. Rob was a, a great graduate assistant for us and just completed his MBA. Um, is he, is he, is he there working and still taking his classes online at Villanova at yeah. the same time? We were preparing for a zoom. I'm looking on his schedule I'm, uh, on his computer. I'm like, what, what, what is that? Is that something we're put? He's like, no, no, I got a class later. Don't worry about it. I was like, all right, <laughs> fine, fine. But yeah, we're, we're working virtually right now. Uh, Henry is in the office with me. Rob is still in New Jersey. Uh, Coach Ergo is, uh, you know, back and forth um, go, uh, at Penn State right now still. Um, so we're, 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 you know, operating together through Zoom like most people. Yeah. Well, you can share a great uh, thought with uh, Rob DePersia. When, when we got our first head coaching job at Hofstra, uh, Brett Gunning was a, uh, a graduate student at UNLV. And we were come from UNLV and he was completing – doing papers to finish his work to graduate and get his degree from doing be while living in my basement in Long Island. And, and, and Brett went on to have a pretty good career. So if that, Rob DePersia takes that path, well, you can end up in the NBA like Brett Gunning. Well, is, I, I, that's a good, I'm glad you brought that up. Well, is there any more room in that basement in Long Island? Because uh, Rob is looking for a place. <laughs> Trying to find a place in New York. Good luck, right? Exactly. Exactly. Have you decided where you're going to live yet in New York? Not yet, not yet, but um, you know, I, I'm, I'm searching this, you know, it's New York is so big and I have so many different connections, obviously being up here in the Bronx. Um, my parents live in Brooklyn, so that's an option. Um, I, I love New York City, obviously. Uh, so it would be great to live there. So I'm, I'm still, I'm st I mean, that's the last of my worries right now. I'm, I'm just trying to stabilize this program, um, see if we can, you know, get a couple recruits and, and coach the guys we have right now. So I'll figure that out as we go. How many guys right now, now that you're coming in and, and taking over, how many scholarship players do you have when you get there? And how many do you think you'll, you'll add this spring? Um, you know, we, we have it between, between the seniors that are still staying and uh, some the guys that have left over. 
Um, but we'll have at least seven or eight guys, depending on who decides to leave and, and, and go. And then we'll bring in, um, obviously, at least five guys. Right. So you're going to um, go right away. Get... More when it comes to walk-ons. Gotcha. Very interesting. All right, Michael, take us to a little break, please. You're listening to the Talking Villanova Basketball Podcast presented by Hartford Funds. Back with Kyle Neptune after this. When Mother Nature strikes, count on your certaintyed roof to perform. That's the commitment we've made to homeowners for more than 100 years. For roofing you can rely on, look no further than CertainTeed. To find a CertainTeed credentialed contractor near you, visit CertainTeed.com. This is a shout-out to the professional tailgaters, game-day grillers, and potluck pros. Whether you bake it, smoke it, stack it, or melt it, there's nothing more important about how you cook up your team spirit while serving it with an ice-cold Coca-Cola, Coke Zero Sugar, or Coke Life. We may not all agree on the best game day foods, but when you serve your meals with a Coke, you know you've got yourself a winner. Coca-Cola. Taste the feeling. ExxonMobil and Dun Manning, proud sponsors of Villanova Wildcat Athletics. This podcast is brought to you by Hartford Funds, a leading asset manager based in Wayne, Pennsylvania. While other investment management companies measure performance against the S&P 500, Hartford Funds has a different measure of success, investor satisfaction. Hartford Funds, our benchmark is the investor. J.J. White Incorporated is the single-source, multi-trade contractor for your next construction project. Since 1920, J.J. White Incorporated has been constructing with knowledge and providing service with integrity and safety. Visit J.J. White online at jjwhiteinc.com. Welcome back inside as we resume our conversation on Talking Villanova Basketball podcast presented by Hartford Funds with Fordham head coach Kyle Neptune. Coach Wright? So, so Nep, we got you settled in there at Fordham. We got uh, we got the staff put together, looking for a place to live. Maybe it'd be nice for the head coach at Fordham to live in Manhattan, commute to the Bronx. That'd be pretty cool. I could see you doing that. And then next week, we have your team. You, you got seven or eight guys maybe returning. Have you had the time to work out with them? Have you been able to do that? Well, you know, right now it's kind of more of an evaluation process and seeing exactly what we have. Um, we've been, you know, they've been lifting, um, playing a lot of pickup, um, you know, working on our academics. Like, honestly, you know, they, they, there was no coach for a good amount of time here. So, you know, a couple of guys, um, you know, like academically, it, it wasn't the, the best when we got here. So um, we just, we're, we're just trying to make sure that we're all stabilized and we're, we're going to start um, in June really putting in, um, our culture and our, um, you know, what we want to do basketball-wise. So what, what, what do you do when you come in? You, you sit and watch a lot of film and just evaluate the guys that are there? Yeah, yeah. Well, they, they, we go to, they do weight room every morning, um, and then they play around 1 o'clock every day. Um, and then, you know, we, we meet with them individually, take them out to eat, try to get to know each guy um, so we can build a, a legitimate relationship with them um, so they, you know, kind of know what we're going to expect moving forward and we can get to know them a little bit as well. And, and then uh, recruiting wise, I mean, it's got, it's got to be tough for taking over a job and you can't, can't go out and see anybody. You can't do home visits. Can you have guys come on campus and visit? 
No, no. I mean, you know, just like everyone else right now, it's, we're, we're looking at watching video. Um, we're talking to each guy, trying to get to know them and their family and, you know, trying to find other people around them that know them well. Um, but yeah, I mean, no one can go watch anybody right now. So, you know, we're, we're kind of confined to watching a lot of video and, uh, and talking to them. Wow. A tough time to take over a, a job, you know, in the middle of this pandemic. It's, it's hard enough for all of us recruiting and evaluating at this time of year and then taking over a job and, and having to do that and, and bringing the guys that are going to be your foundation that way is, 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 a, is a hell of a challenge. Um, yeah, coach, I think it's a little bit of an opportunity as well. Like there's, there's a, a bunch of guys I think we've identified that, you know, probably don't have the recruitment that they would normally have um, just because no one has seen them. So that's the approach we're taking. We're going to we're going to try to find the guys that have kind of slipped through the cracks a little bit. And, you know, maybe, you know, maybe you guys could would have been looking at them or we would have been looking at them a couple if they had actually been playing over the last couple right. months. Um, and, you know, for whatever reason, you know, it, no one's going to watch games. You know, the, the, the evaluations aren't as clean and you know, it might have just fall, fall through the cracks. So. We're hoping we can possibly snag a couple of those type of guys and stabilize us moving forward. That's a great perspective and 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 smart. And I think you're right. I think you guys, you guys can, um, as as we all know. I mean, there's just there's a lot of guys out there that uh, that that you know not, none of us have seen in person. You, you know, our own class coming in this year, it's a couple of guys we haven't seen them play in person. Um, so that, that's a, that's a, it is a great opportunity. I'm glad you're taking that perspective. What's your balance between transfer portal and freshmen or are you, how are you looking at that as, as you put together your, your, your class this spring? Um, you know, I think we're kind of operating more like an NBA team where it's kind of just best available regardless of the position, just, you know, a couple core th thoughts and beliefs on each guy, but whether it's being a great person, um, their skill level, and their basketball acrimon. And if, if they have those three things um, to where we want it, it really doesn't matter the position, but we'll, you know, it doesn't matter position, doesn't matter high school, JUCO, portal, um, you know, we'll, we'll recruit them. That's, I think that's, that's smart too. Now, one, one little, little issue, I just don't want to get it aside, is that you, you were in charge of uh, picking our, our gear that we wore all of our Nike gear on staff here yeah. Would you um I'm concerned about losing your your style and your affinity for clothing. Who would you suggest on our staff we put in charge of ordering the Nike gear for the staff and the team? Uh, you know what? I, I stole all my my recent style from Mike Nardi. You know, he came from Italy when he first came to the staff. So his flair and his uh, you know, his his snug pants and you know, nice uh nice shoes, nice Italian uh, made shoes. I, I stole my flair from him. So I, I think he'll be fine in that spot. You think he can handle that? Oh, absolutely. I think he'll take it to a brand new and much, uh, much better level. High, much that's a little higher. scary. That's a little scary. Could you used to have me in some wild shorts and stuff in the summer. <laughs> if he takes that to another level, I, I might really be looking out of place as a, as a more mature coach, not well, looking like one of you young, young bucks from the, from the Bronx and, and, and Brooklyn. <laughs> no promise on that I can't make any promises uh but I know I do know for one thing that that guy is a stylish dude he'll he'll figure it out <laughs> now, speaking of dress next year we, we all have the 
the challenge of, uh, of, of, you know, do we wear suits or do we go back to, you know, wearing the, the coaching attire that we wore this year? Do, do you, have you decided yet what, what you guys are going to do at Fordham? Have not decided yet. Haven't even really thought about it. I think we'll kind of all follow your lead, Coach. Whatever, whatever you guys decide to do is what we'll do. What we'll, we'll all do. I'm hoping we can. I'm hoping we can keep it the way it is, man. I like you know. I liked it, man. I, I as long as Nardi doesn't pick anything crazy, you had us good this year. <laughs> uh, it, it was comfortable. Did Did you like it? Did you like it this way, or do you like the suits better, personally? Uh, I see it both ways. I think it was kind of cool to come in and put on a suit and be on the sidelines with with uh, with a suit and represent um, the school that way. But you know, in terms of just you know how easy it was to just you know pop on a, a sweater and and some pants and some sneakers, it, it was much easier to do that. So um, I I see it both ways. I, I'm torn. I mean, whatever whatever the 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 mass of the majority of people do, I guess that's what we'll end up doing. Packing for road trips was easy, right? Oh, yeah, I was packed weeks in advance. I just left <laughs> my locker at school. <laughs> have you have you thought um, have you thought yet about like you were one of the the leaders and, and did a great um, job with the assistant coaches in the Big East as as we all you know attack this issue of social injustice and 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 um, and. and and emphasizing the importance of of black lives as we went through this difficult time in our country. Have you passed on the reins to assistant coaches in the Big East? Yeah, you know we've we've talked about that a little bit because uh, you know a couple of guys now from the Big East have left and got head coaching jobs. So you know, I, and a lot of the leadership who was who was part of that committee, Dwayne Killings moved on to uh, Albany. Um, some other guys moved on. I think the guy got a job in Minnesota and some some other places. So um, that was a lot of the leadership. So we we've planned to meet um, and kind of discuss where where the um, where the coaches for action group is going to go moving forward, but we're all hoping to uh, still take part in some way. Um, so we can just help move that, move that thought process forward and make sure that we're doing things to help the community. So do you think you guys as head coaches will stay connected to those guys as, as, as like as former you guys as former assistant coaches in the big East and now head coaches will stay in touch with that assistant coach group of the big East, which, which is a really impactful group. We'll, we'll definitely stay in contact with them. I mean, I, it was, uh, it's a big East led group. Um, I think that, um, you know, depending on what they decide, we're going to try to help however we can. Um, but it is a big East led group. So, you know, we'll see what they decide moving forward. And, and speaking of big East, we, we, we go to the conference. Look, how do you, how do you look at Fordham's positioning in the Atlantic 10 right now, now that you're in there for a little bit and you look at the future, the, uh, you look into your future and, and the, the next season, how do the Rams fit into the Atlantic 10 next year? Well, we want to be competitive right away. Um, you know, it, you know, the Fordham basketball obviously hasn't been where we all think it can be. Um, but, you know, moving forward, we're, we're trying to start a whole new standard of what, what it's going to look like to play at Fordham to, you know, go to, to school at Fordham. So we're hoping to be competitive, you know, game one. Um, and we want to make sure um, that our guys have that type of proce um, thought process. And what does Atlantic 10 look like? Who, who are the top teams coming back next year? Who is always really good. Um, St. Louis, Richmond, 
uh, Davidson. I mean, it's it's a really good league. You know, three to four teams make the tournament every year. So um, over the last 10 years, three or four teams every year make, make it. So it, it's a competitive league. To, to me, it's a high major league. Um, so you, if, anytime you have multiple teams making the NCAA tournament, um, you know you have your work um, cut out for you. So, you know, we're, we're ready. But we're ready and we want to be competitive. Have you, have you run into any recruiting battles yet with your, your former assistants, Billy Lang and, and uh, Ashley Howard? Um, no, not as much yet. Not as much yet, but we're anticipating that will happen sooner or later. We all have the same connections. Um, we know, all know the same people. So uh, I think we're in a little bit better, different situation than all, all those guys that may be looking for different types of players. So not yet, but uh, it's coming. I know it's coming at some point. <laughs> it's that's good. Don't you guys come to me when you all start fighting with each other. <laughs> we know better three, than that. We're not going to do that. That's three competitive dudes right there, man. Look out. That's going to be, that's going to be interesting. Have, have you thought about um, style of play yet, uh, you know, as, as you get going and have you got to evaluate your personnel enough to, to be able to tell um, what, what you would do with your guys next year? Yeah, I, I think our process right now is more um, kind of just trying to teach the basics. Um, so, you know, just have the guys understand how uh, how to play. Um, just learn teaching them a game of basketball, um, moving the ball, sharing the ball, um, trying to reverse the ball, make plays, drive in space, post and rep, teach them those concepts first um, and, and make sure those are drilled in. And then, you know, once we, you know, get through the summer or maybe the back end of the summer, start kind of figuring out exactly what we want to, how we want to play based off of um, how we end up in recruiting and, and evaluating our team. Because, you know, our, our recruits are new, but also our team, our team is new to us as well. Yeah. Are you going to, are you going to use all those uh, quick hitters and counters and all those plays you've been trying to get me to run for all those years? <laughs> I think I'll try some of them, but honestly, I, I keep saying this, Coach, but, you know, thinking back to all the things that we were saying, like, hey, Coach, do this, you should do that. Like, I understand now, um, you know, keeping it, like, all the things you were talking about, keeping it simple, um, being very good at the, the little things, um, uh, the little intricacies of basketball. Like, now that now that I'm thinking about putting things in, uh, that, 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 you know, like I said, you're a head coach, you walk into that, you know, kind of that time machine or that, that little portal and you walk through those doors, it looks completely different. The trees look different. The birds look a little <laughs> different. Um, so I'm starting to see it a little more clear, probably how you were seeing it um, when, when we were all yelling at you and asking you to do different things and you were telling us to be quiet. <laughs> now you'll, you'll see, you, you appreciate the input as long as it comes from the right place, which it always always did with you guys and um, as you, you you think back it's interesting you get to step away from from our team right now and not have to um, have the responsibility of what we do as you see our guys going forward what, what would you do with our team next year now that you're out of it I mean I think I would just say stay the course I mean obviously uh, I think we ended up great on a great note last year uh, I think the guys gave everything they had. Um, obviously, losing Colin was was big at the end, but the guys still fought through. I mean, we lost to the national champions, 
um, and we're winning at halftime. So, you know, I, and I think in the end, I think, you know, a lot of the guys who are, who are working hard, it, it start to it start to come for them and start, they start to see some dividends for their hard work. Um, so I, I think you guys are in a great spot. I'm excited to watch as a fan. Uh, I was out for those two games in, uh, in, in, I guess it was January when I, we had the COVID scare. And, uh, you know, I was watching those games and it was so nerve wracking watching those <laughs> games at home. I was yelling at the TV. I, I threw something at the wall. So I'm hoping, I'm hoping it won't be that nerve wracking watch the games, but um, you know, I'm excited to watch them as a fan. You'll be, you'll be amazed. It's a, it's a lot more enjoyable. I, I remember first time after leaving Coach Massimino and watching all the UNLV games on TV. And when things are going good, you're happy. When things are going bad, you're just saying, thank God I don't have to deal with him tonight. <laughs> that's, what, that's what you'll enjoy, my man. That's what you'll enjoy. And let, last thought, who, who are guys for our Villanova fans? You have a unique insight. Who are a couple guys at Villanova you think that could surprise? Um, let, let's do it this way because you're not held to the fire on this anymore. What returning player do you think could surprise people next year in the Villanova program? And what incoming freshman could surprise people? Um, I think that Eric Dixon is going to surprise a lot of people next year. Um, and if I could throw a 1B in there, I, I would say Brian Antoine. Those two guys, I, I think, you know, really worked hard um, during the season. I um, mean, even in season with just extra workouts, Eric really focused on his weight. Um, Brian Antoine was always in the gym shooting extra um, and, you know, coming in, watching film, talking to all the assistant coaches. And I, I think that those two guys are po poised to have, you know, great years. Um, and of the four freshmen, if you if you had to pick one that would make an impact, we won't hold you. We won't hold you accountable now that you're. That you, you would never say this in the, in the office. They'd be held accountable in the middle of the season when he wasn't doing it. <laughs> now you're now you're now you're off the hook. Is there any one of them you think could could surprise people? I mean, I think the fact that Trey's been there. Uh, and he kind of went through the season already uh, and it kind of see what he sees what it is and he knows exactly um, what he has to do. I think he has a little leg up on those other guys. Just just I mean, I mean, I don't know if you can even count him as a freshman anymore um, because of his uh, experience. So I, I think he has a little bit of leg up and he's a he's a competitive, nasty uh, guy. So I, I think I'll give it to him on that. Good, good, good answers, man. And I can't even I can't even hold you to it on the bench when they're not doing it during the game. <laughs> no, Coach, you, you never did anything like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, we're everybody uh, at Villanova and the Villanova family is happy for you and, and proud of you. And you know we'll all be following you and, and, and rooting for you, buddy. So um, good luck. You, you look good sitting in that chair, man. And uh, um, go Cats and go Rams. Thanks, Coach. Appreciate it. Love you, man. Love you too, buddy. All right, Matt. All right, Michael, you can take us away. Uh, we'll pause here and return with the Geico Inside the Wildcat segments back after this. Are you looking for something imprinted or embroidered? If so, let Campus Clothes help you get the look. Whether your team is in the corporate office or on the athletic field, Campus Clothes can supply your team with all its needs. Visit us on the web at campusclothes.com or give us a call at 215-357-0892. 
You may not play well, but you will always look good. If you think your debit card can't help you with your financial game, you're probably not using the red key. Introducing EasyUp by KeyBank, the tool that helps you reduce debt by setting $1 aside from your checking account every time you use your debit card. Automatically racking up savings and paying down debt with EasyUp. It's how you make financial progress. KeyBank is member FDIC and the exclusive retail bank of Villanova Athletics. Novacare, the exclusive provider of physical therapy to Villanova. The Wildcats choose Novacare. So can you. It's time now for Geico Inside the Wildcats. Geico, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. And coach, as we come to the end of this episode, you and Kyle Neptune touched on this a little bit, the idea of spring workouts for the Villanova fans, maybe um, tell them how valuable those are, what's gone on in these last few weeks, uh, didn't have them last year. Just what's the process like as guys get back into working out with the coaches on the court? You know, spring workouts are an interesting concept. You, you like to have very little time to be able to do them because you went to the national championship game and you went real late into the spring. <laughs> so you, sometimes you like when you don't have them, but they're very, very valuable. So this year getting, getting knocked out in the Sweet 16, we, we had some time and um, it, it was very, very valuable. And especially for our younger guys, I feel like Chris Archidiacono, Brian Antoine, um, Eric Dixon, and Brandon Slater, probably those four really benefited. And, and, and they benefited because they really took advantage of it. They, Trey um, got injured a little bit about halfway through. So, um, you know, Trey didn't get as much in as we like, but he got some in. Justin Moore had a, a, a lingering ankle injury from the season. He got a little in, not much, because we, we shut him down to rest him up so we can get going on. June 1st. And then obviously Jermaine, uh, you know, had surgery on his finger. Colin had surgery. So they were out. So, and, and, and Demir is still out. So it, it, you know, you, you didn't get a lot of them in, but they were around and they, they lift with Shaq and they're supportive of the guys. But those four guys I mentioned did an outstanding job. And the spring workouts are really good foundation for the summer workouts, which start June 1st. And they're a a major part of our program. And we always knew that, Mike, but I think not having it last year and seeing how it affected us during the season, this past season, has made it even more uh, important to us to realize the, the value of these guys getting spring and summer workouts in. And commencement will be coming up here in a few weeks. And uh, obviously, Jermaine and Colin are coming back. Wanted to ask you a little bit about Kevin Hohen and the impact he's had on the program as you start looking ahead to commencement here in a couple of weeks. Well, Kevin Hohen, uh, behind the scenes, has had an amazing impact. You know, he tore his Achilles. He was on the court helping us out. During COVID, had to get surgery on his Achilles. Had to quarantine at home. Then had to quarantine here to come back in the the bubble. So he quarantined for two weeks by himself to get back in the bubble. He got back in the bubble and the whole team went on quarantine for 23 days. I mean, he, he literally, you know, went on a 30 some day quarantine and, and stuck through it to just to be a part of the team. And when he got back was, a, a, couldn't, you know, could not practice because of his torn Achilles, but 
just emotionally, psychologically, um, leadership-wise, had a great impact on his team. The guys begged to have him back. Um, you know, we had to make a decision during the season. Do you bring someone in, you know, in the middle of, of the season when he's been outside the bubble? And, and everybody in the team said, yeah, he's valuable coach. We need him. And he did an outstanding job. He's going to graduate on time and whatever Kevin decides to do, he's going to be extremely, um, he's going to be extremely successful in life. You've been listening to the Geico Inside the Wildcat segment. And, Coach, that brings us to the end of a, a very entertaining episode here, visiting, catching up with Kyle Neptune and his new job at Fordham. It, it was great to have Kyle on. And uh, great to have you as a Fordham alum, having one of the guys you worked for um, get to talk with, uh, work with, excuse me, um, to, to talk with your new head coach. Uh, exactly. I know your heart's with the Wildcats first, but – uh, you always follow those Rams, and, and we're going to be following the Rams and Kyle also. No, no question. Yeah, Kyle's gone from a, a trusted coworker to now I'm just an opinionated alumnus. So <laughs> <laughs> we thank you, Coach. You've been listening to the Talking Villanova Basketball Podcast presented by Hartford Funds. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. Just a reminder, you can follow Coach Wright on Twitter at VUCoachJWright. You can also follow Villanova Basketball at NovaMBB on Twitter and Instagram. We'll have alerts posted on those accounts whenever a new podcast is available for download. Or you can subscribe to the podcast via iTunes, Spotify, and Podbean. And for more great content, check out the web home of the Wildcats, Villanova.com. For our producer, Matt Fraschilla, this is Mike Sheridan, saying thanks again for stopping by. We look forward to having you join us again next time for the Talking Villanova Basketball Podcast presented by Hartford Funds.